Capital One has a fresh take on banking. Now you can open a new savings account in about five minutes and earn five times the national average. Banking with Capital One means five times the savings toward your dream honeymoon, or five times the savings toward your family's ultimate vacation, even five times the savings toward just feeling good about saving. It's time to make your savings goals come true. This is Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? Capital One and a member FDIC. The FT. There's a new sort of party being thrown by cool people in California. The idea is that you invite your friends and colleagues over, crack open a bottle of wine, blast out a groovy playlist, then settle down with your laptop to clean up your emails. The concept of the inbox zero party comes from Randy Zuckerberg, sister of Mark, and is possibly the grimmest idea for a social gathering ever invented. Even the Tupperware party starts to look a glittering intellectual salon by comparison. Miss Zuckerberg says unread emails weigh on her soul. In that case, the answer isn't a party; it's to tell her soul to get a grip. There are two thousand three hundred and forty-seven unread messages in my two inboxes, and my soul is coping fine. I glance at the emails as they come in, and depending on who they're from and what the subject line says, I open them. Otherwise, I tend not to. Miss Zuckerberg suggests that to get into the party mood, all her guests start with a vent about how you hate drowning in email. The trouble with this is that venting about email is even more boring than venting about the weather. Absolutely everyone does it, even the people who were responsible for giving us email in the first place. Dave Coplin, a chief envisioning officer at Microsoft UK, has just written a book about business being broken, and one of the most broken things is email. We are slaves to it. He moans. Last week, I went to a talk given by a woman on how to do it better. As I listened, I realised that we should all resolve never again to moan about how email drags us under. Instead, we should remind ourselves of how it allows us to float. Its particular genius is that it allows me to pretend to be super organised without lifting a finger. I have no folders, no system of organisation. That's because I don't need one. The search function is so obliging that everything anyone has ever sent me can be left lying around higgledy piggledy in the cloud, and it will locate it again in a jiffy. I've also learnt how to filter messages, and in the past week have delighted in installing a draconian blocking system: all PRs, all stalkers, almost all group emails, and even a couple of colleagues have now been denied access to my inbox. All out-of-office replies and everything from LinkedIn are blocked, so I will never again have to see messages saying so and so has added a new skill. I even block the daily email from the canteen, telling me that it's toed in the hole and spotted Dick on the menu tonight. Between fifteen and fifty messages a day now make it past these filters. To these, I reply when I see fit, which might be immediately or might be never. The only messages I try to reply to at once are about things to which the answer is no. These are the emails that drag on my soul, and so in order to inflict minimum damage, I've learnt how to say. No thanks. At the double, I realise there's something unseemly in admitting to not being drowning in email. It's tantamount to saying I'm not very important or very popular. 
Popular and important people have a bigger problem than I do, so much so that some of them have elected to build email life rafts on which they can remain afloat. Having done so, they're keen to tell us all about it. Tony Hesch, chief executive of Zappos, has called his raft Yesterbox, as every day he makes himself tackle the previous day's messages. In a recent blog, he explains that the beauty of this system is that the task is always finite and he gets a sense of triumph when he's done. When I read about this wheeze, I thought it sounded vaguely familiar. And then I realised I too used to wait a day before replying. We all did. It was called the postal system. A similar life raft has been constructed by Julia Hobsbawm, the world's first professor of networking, a visiting post she holds at Cass Business School. This formidable communicator has instructed her computer to send a reply to everyone who contacts her, saying, I'm deliberately not replying instantly, slow as the new fast, but if you mind that, you can always call or text me on... And then she gives her number. Otherwise, I do aim to reply within 24 hours. This is pretty smart. Email is an intrinsically democratic tool, so you have to work quite hard on the one-upmanship side of it. This automatic reply deftly tells me that her time is more precious than mine and that she thinks nothing of clogging up my inbox. Fortunately, I'm now one step ahead. Now that I'm such a whiz at blocking my email, I've added a new filter that rejects everything that says automatic reply. And then, just to be on the safe side, I've also blocked any messages that say slow is the new fast. Because it isn't. For more downloads, go to ft.com forward slash podcasts. Capital One has a fresh take on banking. Now you can open a new savings account in about five minutes and earn five times the national average. Banking with Capital One means five times the savings toward your dream honeymoon or five times the savings toward your family's ultimate vacation, even five times the savings toward just feeling good about saving. It's time to make your savings goals come true. This is Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? Capital One and a member FDIC.